Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Good Risings. I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains. Welcome back. We are on day two of our week discussing the power of vulnerability. Yesterday, we talked about connection. We discussed the fact that we're absolutely hardwired for it. We mentioned that it plays a role in almost everything we do from the day we're born and on. Right, and we spoke briefly about the idea that true connection requires vulnerability and that we have to be completely forthright, truly authentic, in order to be seen and acknowledged in the way we crave. Today, we're talking about the main things that get in the way of our ability to be vulnerable, and those things are fear and shame. Social scientist and qualitative researcher Brene Brown, after her six-year exploration of connection, wherein she examined thousands of accounts, conducted hundreds of thorough interviews, held focus groups, and analyzed thousands of pieces of data, said shame is an epidemic in our culture. And to get out from underneath it, to find our way back to each other, we have to understand how it affects us and how it affects the way we're parenting, the way we're working, and the way we're looking at each other. It's a simple thought that I'm not enough, which plagues our society and unravels connection. I'm sure everyone can relate to this. It's when we wanna say I love you, but we don't wanna be the first one to say it. It's in the feeling that we're not good enough or not rich enough, not pretty enough, not thin enough, not funny enough to be a part of that social circle or to be liked, to be chosen or to get that job or to be treated well, you name it. We come up with all kinds of things to convince ourselves that we're not worthy. And the fear that other people will see and think the same things about us is the driving force behind the facades we create. This is why we wear masks. Exactly. We change the way we look. We change the way we behave. We buy cars and clothes we can't afford. We present a perfect image and we pretend to know it all. It's all in an effort to hide what makes us vulnerable. We're hiding whatever we believe people may perceive as weakness or lowliness so that they don't see it, so that they can't confirm the worst things we believe about ourselves. It's shame. And the big problem this presents is that it shifts our focus from authenticity to facade. These social performances require we do exactly that, perform. When we're presenting a fake version of ourselves to the world, we cannot be properly accepted, acknowledged, or loved for who we truly are. This is one of the reasons so many celebrities struggle with loneliness and depression. Even though they're adored by millions, few people truly know who they are deep down. When we're presenting a false persona, even if people love that persona, we won't experience the honest type of connection we're craving. Vulnerability requires that we allow ourselves to be seen, and sometimes that first step is excruciating. Brene Brown says the shame spiral comes in the form of just two narratives. It starts with, I'm not good enough. If you can beat that one, it becomes, who do you think you are? She also differentiates between shame and guilt, explaining that those two things are light years apart. Guilt says, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. And shame says, I'm sorry, I am the mistake. Further, shame is highly correlated with depression, addiction, violence, 
aggression, bullying, suicide, and eating disorders, while guilt is actually inversely correlated to those things. The ability to hold something we've done up against who we want to be is incredibly adaptive, and that's what guilt is. It's uncomfortable, but it's adaptive. Let's close with this poignant quote from Brene. If you put shame in a Petri dish, it needs three things to grow exponentially, secrecy, silence, and judgment. If you put the same amount of shame in a Petri dish and douse it with empathy, it can't survive. Remember, we love hearing from you. If you'd like to share, we welcome you to comment or message us through the Good Risings Instagram page at Good Risings. And you can find me at B McMuffin. You can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one. Thanks for listening to Grateful Grains. If you're enjoying Good Risings, show us some love with a good review. We'll see you again tomorrow for day three of our week on the power of vulnerability. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.